You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. We hope you are managing to remain ahead of any bad treatment that is thrown at you. There are better ways to resolve issues at work than to treat you badly when there are disagreements between you and your manager. In last week's podcast episode, we looked at what happens when you complete your annual or biannual worker or employee appraisal. We also explored what could happen if your appraiser believes you are consistently failing to meet your work targets and therefore underperforming at work. In this week's episode, we're going to take a look at performance improvement plans as one of the actions your employer could take to address the underperformance issue. As an employee, you will likely have come across the terms Appraisal and Performance Improvement Plan, or PIP, in your workplace. Both of these are commonly used by employers to evaluate performance at work, but they are not the same thing. An appraisal, also known as a performance review or evaluation, is a process in which an employer assesses your performance and provides feedback. This usually takes place on an annual or biannual basis, although some employers may conduct them more frequently. A performance improvement plan, on the other hand, is a process used by employers to help employees who are not meeting performance expectations. PIPs, as they are more commonly known, are usually implemented when an employee's performance falls below a certain level. And they're designed to help the employee improve their performance and reach the required standards point to note here is that appraisals don't usually have consequences unless you consistently perform poorly. PIPs, on the other hand, are often the first step in a disciplinary process, just as we highlighted in last week's episode. And so it's not beyond the scope of your imagination to understand that PIPs will have termination of employment as a possible outcome if you are not able to improve your performance to the required standard. It's never an easy moment when your manager informs you that you've been placed on a performance improvement plan. You may experience a range of emotions from disbelief to frustration and even fear. However, it's important to understand that a PIP is not necessarily the end of the line for your career. Instead, your PIP is a formal process to help address the concerns about your underperformance so you're able to meet specific goals and improve your job performance. Your PIP will typically outline clear and measurable objectives and will provide you with a structured plan which has set timelines for you to improve. It also involves regular check-ins with your manager to monitor your progress and provide you with support. Your manager's decision to put you on a PIP is usually based on some fairly common reasons, such as either a failure to meet performance expectations, 
an inability to keep up with the requirements of your role, the negative impact your underperformance may be having on team productivity and team morale, and you possibly are actually not having adequate skills or knowledge for the position. Now, whilst a pit may feel punitive to you, it's important to note that generally, companies often view pips as a last resort and managers opt for this step after you've received informal coaching and feedback over a period of time, but which has still not produced the desired outcomes. Pips can typically have a defined time frame which can last for as short as 30 days and can go up to 60 or even 90 days. So it's important for you to know how long your PIP is likely to last because this tells you how much time you have to make the required improvements to your performance. Your performance improvement plan will also include specific goals and objectives as well as a timeline for achieving each of them. And similar to appraisals, your employer may also provide additional training or support to help you to meet the expected goals of your PIP. The key point here is that if after the required timescale put in place by your employer for you to improve, you have then been able to evidence your ability to perform at the required level, your PIP should end although your manager may put in place regular review meetings for a period of time, let's say for six months after the ending of your PIP, and that will be to make sure you are able to maintain the improvements in your performance. If after that monitoring period, you are still meeting the required performance standards, then the PIP process will likely come to an end. However, If after the agreed performance improvement period of 30, 60 or 90 days, if after that time you have still not made the required improvements, one of two things will happen. The employer may decide to extend the improvement period with a more focused plan that zones in on the key areas of improvement that are still giving cause for concern. This then allows you to narrow your focus to just the key areas of concern. This extension of time should also come with an updated plan, with actions specifically tailored to the remaining areas that require improvements. This is what we would expect a good employer to do. However, other employers may choose the second option, which is to move straight to disciplinary action against you because in their minds, you are incapable of doing your job and they now have the evidence that will prove this. And moving to disciplinary action can mean taking you up to and including termination of your employment. Because your PIP can lead to very serious actions being taken against you, it's important that we talk about the priorities you need to have in mind to stay ahead of this and drive your PIP towards your desired outcomes. It's essential to approach the PIP process with a positive and proactive mindset because real reasons for your PIP are fake reasons for your PIP. If you believe you can do your job, then these key actions will help you navigate your PIP successfully. 
Firstly, reflect on your performance. Take an honest look at your work and identify areas where maybe you can or do need to improve. Being self-aware and acknowledging the need for improvement is the first step towards success. Secondly, don't be too eager or don't allow yourself to be frightened into setting unachievable or unclear goals. Some managers can do this to catch you out, especially if their motives are for you to be removed from your job. Instead, be open and transparent about your understanding of what is expected of you and work with your manager to establish specific, measurable, achievable, relevant and time-bound goals. In other words, SMART goals. SMART goals will provide you with a clear roadmap for improvement. Thirdly, seek out that support and seek out those resources. Reach out to your manager, to your HR department or to your colleagues for guidance, resources and what you feel you need to meet the required performance standards. If your employer is genuine about your reasons for being on a PIP, then supporting you with what you need to help you succeed should be an easy thing for the company to do. For example, you may benefit from additional training, mentoring or advice from others who know how to get you through the PIP or others who've been in a similar situation. Fourthly, keep an open line of communication with your manager to discuss your progress and address any challenges. It's also important to get regular feedback about your progress. This will show that you're taking your PIP seriously and that you're committed to making those improvements. Finally, make sure you track your progress. You and your manager or someone appointed by your company need to regularly evaluate your progress towards your goals. You are recording the progress you are making and keeping your own evidence of your achievements against the required standards in case anything is missed. Your employer, on the other hand, should be speaking with you to make adjustments as needed to your PIP so that the process turns out to be positive, although yes, sometimes stressful, but the PIP can be the positive experience for you to reflect on your performance. You should also make time and space for you to celebrate your successes and your small wins and also to reflect on your opportunities to learn from your setbacks and most importantly for you to celebrate your resilience. And that's it for this week. Our takeaways for this week are being placed on a performance improvement plan or a PIP can be an unnerving experience, but it is essential to view it as an opportunity for growth and learning. By adopting a positive mindset, setting smart goals, seeking support and maintaining open communication with your manager and you keeping your own records about your achievements, you can successfully navigate your PIP and emerge as a stronger, more capable employee. Remember, most organisations typically invest time and resources in a PIP 
because they believe you have the potential to improve and succeed in your role. That said, use your PIP as an opportunity to prove them right. Remember, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes for this episode. And if you would like to book a consultation with us to look at bullying or abuse, which you may be suffering at work or any other employment rights concern you may have, you can email us at employmentrightsonline at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can go directly to our consultations booking page using the consultations link, which is also in the show notes. Finally, remember you can help us by sharing our podcast information with your family, friends and colleagues and by leaving us a review on iTunes or a rating on Spotify if you enjoy our podcasts. Until next week, have the best Employment Rights Week that you can. Bye for now.